Well, we're going to continue with the uh, idea we were doing last week. Theme we were doing last week. Is that okay for your shoulder? It's okay for your shoulder. Good for your shoulder. Okay, good. Excellent. Excellent. So you won't need your glasses. And you can lie on the floor. And feel how you're resting. How your shoulders rest, the length of your back. Should I go have a word with him about this music? <laughs> now that I start, it's a little loud. Okay, let me go see. There you go. Had an extra long scan. So when you're ready, roll onto your right side. And lie on your right side with your knees bent at a comfortable spot. Your right arm stretched out in front of you. Oh, you know what? We're not starting that way. Forget that. Lie on your backs. Discombobulated. By dealing with the music. Bend your knees and stand your feet. Do that. And take your left arm and reach across you towards the right, sort of at the height of your right shoulder. So you reach across with your right arm, left arm to the right, and then come back. And just a few times, see what it's like to reach in that direction. So last week we ended doing that, right? So just drape your arm across the chest and then reach to the right, feel what that's like, feel how your shoulder lifts and goes back to the floor, feel how, what your head does, if anything, what your ribs do, your sternum, just reach and let go of reaching and reach again a few times, see what that's like. Does your head roll, does it stay still, does it slide? And your knees can more or less stay towards the ceiling. And then rest your left arm on the floor and do the same thing with your right arm. Reach across about the height of your shoulder. Reach to the left. And feel what that's like on this side. Your shoulder lifting, going back to the floor. Your ribs sternum does your head roll And then take your right arm back to the floor. Rest your right arm on the floor. And just measure out in your mind's eye. Measure out from your left shoulder to your right hip. Draw that line. Find that distance. And then from your right shoulder to your left hip, draw that line. So can you compare what maybe the length of those two diagonals are. Is one longer than the other? Where do they cross in the middle? And now go back and do each of those things we just did. Reach to the left with your right arm, reach to the right with your left arm. And feel, pay attention to those diagonals and feel what shortens, what lengthens as you reach. So... Reach a few times with one arm to one side. If you're reaching with your left arm to the right, what happens to the diagonal between your left shoulder and your right hip? If you're reaching with your right arm to the left, what happens between your right shoulder and your left hip? 
What happens as you reach? What happens as you go back to the floor? Don't concentrate so hard that you keep your head still. Let your mind be free. Let your head roll. Leave that stretch out, take a rest. Just going to go lock the door. Come on to your right side. Come and lie on your right side. And stretch your right arm out in front of you. So your right arm straight out in front of you on the floor. And your left arm just rests across your chest or your left hand somewhere on your upper arm or something like that. And you can, uh, you might have a cushion or two under your head, but overall as we do this, you'll feel less and less need of a cushion. So you don't want the cushions in your way either. So you can kind of self-regulate yourself. Start with as many cushions as you need for your neck and for your shoulder at the beginning. Uh, But if you can just rest your head on the floor with no cushions, that's a good starting place. And the longer we'll do it, the less you'll need cushions. But you do want, you don't want uh, cushions that are going to feel like you have to hold them in position. Yeah, flat so that your head can roll wherever. Okay, so resting your left arm, resting your left hand somewhere on your upper arm, on the floor, wherever. Now begin to, again, like we did last week, and if you weren't here last week, I'll explain it, so it's fine. Begin to take your shoulder backwards, take your head backwards, start to roll backwards so that you take your weight off of your right shoulder. So you shift your weight backwards off of that bottom shoulder. But you're not going to lie on your back. You're just going partway there. And you leave your left arm kind of hanging in front across your chest. So you just go and come back. And last week, as we did this, we experimented with some different ways of rolling the head, right? Or not rolling the head. So as you come backwards, your head might just roll face towards the ceiling. Rolling in that way where every spot on the side of your head touches one spot on the floor and it doesn't slide or rub, it just rolls. It's one way you can do it. Another option we tried was taking the head directly backwards as you take your weight off your right shoulder. So your face looking forward, you just slide your whole head backwards as you take your shoulder backwards, as you take your weight off of your right shoulder. Just move backwards, sliding your head backwards on the floor, and then come back. Try that a few times, feel what that's like. Can you come off that bottom shoulder smoothly? without a big effort, without any points that feel like uh, sticking points. As much as possible, letting your weight be on the floor or on the flat cushion or folded towel you have so that You're not holding your head up in the air with your neck muscles.
And then what else did we do? We experimented with turning the head around its axis. So taking the back of your head to the right and turning your face to the left. And you end up rubbing the floor to turn your head that way. So you turn your head sort of at a faster pace than the rest of your spine is turning. What was that like? Do you remember that movement last week? And now go backwards so you're sliding your head straight backwards. Your face stays looking forwards until you come off that weight of your on your right shoulder. So your right shoulders and stay back there. So your right shoulder is now going to have a little bit of freedom. And begin to slide your arm a little bit up and a little bit down. See if your arm can be free. Your right arm on the bottom can be free to slide a little bit up, a little bit down. Your face stays looking towards your arm. And if you've got your weight more or less back off your shoulder, so there's not much weight on your shoulder. Not lying all the way on your back. You're still sort of neither here nor there in between your side and your back. And just slide up and down. So you're, you stay, your head stays in the same place. Your shoulders stay in the same place. But you slide your hand towards the wall over your head, keeping your arms straight and slide it down. You slide it up and down. Yeah. And actually slide it up and look towards your hand as you slide it up. So that gives you a little bit of extension or something or lift in your upper back. Can you feel that? Okay. Yeah, so you're lying kind of two-thirds on your side, a little bit on your back-ish, and just slide this hand on the floor up towards there. Yeah, up and down that way. Right, right, up and down. But still with your face looking forward, and then you can look towards your hand, look up towards your hand as you, and does that get something in your upper back a little bit extended? If your eyes, your head follows your hand, tilt your chin up, look up towards your hand as you look up. Try that. Okay, and leave that. Come onto your back. Take a rest. And feel how your left side's resting, how your right side's resting. And then come onto your right side again. Your right arm out in front of you, your left arm's hanging across your front. And take your shoulder back, your head looking forward, face looking forward, slide your head back till you come off that bottom shoulder. And slide that left, the right arm, sorry, a little bit up and look towards the hand so you've got that little extension in your back. Stay in that position so get into that position slide back stay slide your right arm up (laughs) once you're back off your shoulder once you're back off your shoulder then you slide your arm up there once you've gone back off your shoulder then you slide your arm up like that yeah Okay. And then stay up there. Yeah, you might need a bit more space over your head. And stay with your arm up like that. And now look at your uh, left leg, your top leg. Lengthen your top leg out at an angle down or somewhere in front of you. Lengthen your top leg somewhere in front of you. More in front of you than down. More in front of you. So your foot can touch the floor somewhere. In front. 
Start with the idea of doing it 90 degrees in front of you, and then maybe you won't go all the way to 90 degrees. Maybe you want 45 or something. But basically, your top leg is going to be, your top knee is going to be ahead of your bottom knee. And begin to slide that left leg forwards on the floor and then come back. So you're sliding it. Start at the angle you're at and just straight along that line. So you're not sliding your foot up and down, you're sliding it forwards and backwards in and out, but not turning onto your stomach. Not turning onto your stomach. So extend your foot out in front of you at a certain angle. It could be 90 degrees, it could be 45 degrees, somewhere in between, bigger or smaller. So on that angle now, lengthen your leg, straighten it, lengthen your leg in the same direction it's pointing, and then come back. Yeah. So you're not sliding it up and down, you're just lengthening it, and your foot's resting on the floor, be it a degree of turn so that your foot can rest on the floor. If you have to come a little bit back more onto your side, you can do that. So you're just going straight this way. It will make sense if you're lying that much on your back. You have to come a bit more into your side, right? Is your arm supposed to be up? Yep, and your arm stays up. And now lengthen. It's like you want to touch my foot down here. There'll be a little turning. There'll be some turning. Yeah, so you just follow that along. Really, you want to take this pelvis forwards and backwards in that line, right? And then whatever happens up your spine is going to happen. Maybe your whole spine turns. Maybe some of your ribs twist. Maybe that's... For you to figure out and discover. Yeah. And try different heights. So if your leg's straight out in front of you at a 90 degree angle, what happens? If it's a few degrees down from that, what happens? See how much, what can you do with how much rolling back onto your shoulder or not rolling back on your shoulder? Can you stay back off your shoulder? And will some of your ribs and your spine let your foot lengthen? Figure that out. Try that. Try different heights, different directions. So probably be some direction, maybe more down towards your feet, maybe more out in front of you, where you'll feel more ability in your spine, your ribs to twist. Different things happening against the floor, with your ribs on the right. Not to go so far that you come onto your stomach, it's not that direction of movement. So your left hip goes forwards and backwards. Okay, leave that, come onto your back and take a rest. Feel how you're resting on the floor. Okay, come on to your right side again. And stretch out your right arm in front of you. Roll back off your right shoulder. Come back off your right shoulder with your face looking forwards. Slide your right arm up, looking towards it. Get that little extension in your upper back. Slide that arm up and stay there. Stay in that position. Now lengthen your top leg, that left leg down and forward, somewhere between down and 90 degrees in front. And now also lengthen your bottom leg straight down. So your right leg now is lengthened straight down in the axis of your spine. Your top leg is lengthened 
forwards at an angle, whatever. And now like this, begin to slide. Roll your pelvis, the left side of your pelvis, so you slide that foot forwards, so you lengthen your left leg and then shorten your left leg. Lengthen and shorten your left leg now with your right leg lying long. And feel how that compares to what you were just doing with your bottom leg bent. And you're not going onto your stomach, not all the way onto your stomach, just rolling between being neither here nor there on your side. And what direction does your pelvis roll? So you lengthen that leg. It's less rolling forward and more lengthening that leg in the direction it goes. And feel all the way up your spine, your lumbar spine, your low ribs, your chest, your abdomen in front, your sternum in front, under your shoulder blades, around that shoulder girdle, your neck. Your face still really kind of looking forward and up to your right hand. And feel that top hip joint go forwards and backwards. Take it forwards and backwards. Great. Okay. Leave that, come onto your back, take a rest. And roll onto your left side. Lie on your left side. Knees comfortably bent. Left arm stretched out in front of you. See whether you need cushions or don't need cushions to start with for your neck, for your shoulder. And your right arm just kind of draped and hanging. And begin to take your right shoulder backwards. You begin to take your weight off your bottom shoulder backwards and come back. Different ways of turning your head or sliding your head. Just play with that yourself. Find your own variations. Just take your weight backwards off of your left shoulder. Feel what it's like on this side. happens if you slide your head, if you turn your head. Gradually as you do this, as you take your own time and do it slowly, your neck, your shoulder will get more comfortable against the floor, even without a cushion or with a lower level of cushions than you're accustomed to. And gradually come to be doing it so that you're sliding your head right backwards. Sliding your head backwards with your face staying looking forwards. Until you come more or less off the weight of your lower shoulder, not lying on your back, but just your weight off of your shoulder blade a little bit. And then when they're there, you can slide your left arm up and look towards your left hand. Which gives you just a little extension in your upper back. 
You stay back there with your left arm slid up. And now lengthen your right leg forwards in front of you, a little bit down, whatever height makes sense for you. So your foot can rest on the floor. Maybe you have to detwist a bit to do that. Yeah. And slide that foot, lengthen that leg, and shorten that leg. So take your hip in the direction to lengthen that leg and in the direction to shorten that leg. And depending on what angle you have your leg at, that's going to be what direction your hip has to move, that top hip forwards, down, whatever angle, and back. You lengthen that leg, shorten the leg, lengthen your right leg, shorten your right leg. And how much can your pelvis roll? What happens in between your pelvis and your head? This long connection of your spine. Where is there some freedom so things can move without bringing everything else along? And where does everything come along? Maybe from the very first centimeter of sliding your leg and lengthening your leg, your whole spine gets engaged. Or maybe it's more like links of a chain and they... Your spine picks up one segment after the next. Some segments all come together. Some segments come sequentially. That rib, that vertebra moves, twists a little bit, and then it brings the next one along, and then that brings the next one along. Just let your awareness go up and down your spine as you slide that leg forwards, come back, down, lengthen it, And it's your spine, but it's your belly, it's the muscles around your midriff, it's your ribs as well. And then lengthen your bottom leg, straighten your bottom leg straight down and keep on doing this, sliding your, lengthening your top leg, lengthening your right leg while your left leg stays long. So your pelvis goes in that direction, rolls forwards and down, rolls back and up. Exact angle that your pelvis rolls has to do with the height your leg is at. You're just purely thinking of lengthening that leg in the direction you have it lying. Okay, and leave that. Come onto your back. Take a rest. And now bend your knees and stand your feet. And as you're lying in this position, you probably have a pretty clear idea of where your hip joints are in the front, right? You can feel the crease. You can feel where your hips are bent, feet standing. And look in your mind's eye for where your hip joint is in the back. So let's concentrate on the right first, your right hip joint. Where is the back of your right hip joint? Where would you locate that? And see if you can press the back of your right hip joint into the floor. So increase the weight right behind your right hip joint. So hip joint's this lovely 360-degree joint. There's a whole lot of tissue on the back side of it, but somewhere in there is the actual joint, the back. Take that backwards into the ground. Make it heavier 
Put more weight onto your right hip, the back of your right hip into the floor, and then let go of that weighting. So just press and then let go. And see what you're doing to create that. Are you pushing with your left foot? Is that what you're doing? And if you're pushing with your left foot, see if there's some way you can do this without pushing with your left foot. But you're doing the opposite. Okay, well now I'm really going to mess you up. So that's the first thing to think about. Just let your left foot rest, but don't push with it. And now as you weight your right hip, as you weight that joint back into the ground, can you actually start to feel like your right foot becomes a little lighter on the ground as you push your right hip joint backwards into the ground to your right foot? Can your right foot start to lighten on the ground and start to even lift away from the ground as you do that? Can you make that go together so that increasing the weight Pushing your right hip joint backwards into the ground brings your right foot off the ground. Not your left foot, but your right foot. So the left foot just rests. It's not doing anything. But you begin to lift your right foot away from the ground as you put the weight into your right hip joint back. It's one of these movements that always makes me think of the Pillsbury Doughboy. Sort of a pressure in the middle and things lift on the sides. Take your right hip joint back into the ground and your right foot lifts at that same moment. So you increase the weight into the ground, your right foot lifts, and what direction does your knee go in? What direction does it want to go in? What direction does it make sense for that knee to go in? Leave that and stretch out and rest. Feel how your legs rest, your buttocks, your back, left side, right side. And then bend your knees and stand your feet. And take your left hip joint, the back of your left hip joint, into the ground. So press into the ground with the back of your left hip joint. See if you can do that without pushing with your right foot. Press the back. Look for it. Every time you try, you get a little sensory feedback that refines for you. Where is it that you're really trying to find that spot to push backwards? And when you find it, can that pressure of and that action of pushing your left hip joint backwards into the ground, can that start to lighten your left foot on the ground? Can that start your left foot lifting, breaking contact, lifting? Look for the feeling. So your left foot can break contact with the ground, lift a little higher even. If it goes a little higher, what direction does your knee want to go in? Where's your knee going to go?
and leave that, stretch out, rest. And then bend your knees again, stand your feet. And take your left arm and kind of drape it across your chest at the height of your shoulder. So you've kind of got your arm hanging across your chest now. And now take your right hip joint back into the floor and at the same time lift with your, reach with your left hand to the right. So press your right hip joint backwards into the floor and reach with your left hand to the right. And then let go of both of those things. And reach to your right hand or your right knee? Your right hand. Reach straight across. Yeah, straight across like at your shoulder height. And then come back. Maybe when you push your right hip joint backwards into the floor, your right foot lifts a little, breaks contact. Your right knee comes up somewhere, some direction. Put these things together. Find out how taking your right hip joint backwards can help your left hand reach to the right. And does your head turn? What do you do with your head? And then come back and put your foot back on the floor, shoulder back, and then reach again. What happens from your left shoulder to your right hip? On the front, on the back. Reach with your left arm to the right as you take your right hip backwards into the ground. Your foot lifts, your knee goes somewhere. And leave that, stretch out, rest. And then again, bend your knees and stand your feet. And rest your left arm. Oh, now take your right arm, actually. Take your right arm and slide it up along the floor so it's resting on the floor. We're going to keep going in the same direction. We're just going to change the position of the right arm. So slide your right arm up along the floor so it's a little bit higher than 90 degrees. It's not directly over your head, but it's higher than 90 degrees. And now reach across with your left hand to the right. Take your right hip joint back against the floor. Reach to the right. Feel how your right foot can begin to lift. Your right hip joint goes backwards. That helps your left arm reach right. Where does your knee go? And what's helpful really for your head to do with this? What kind of turning, on what kind of axis your head do? Try as you do this to turn your head on that axis. Take the back of your head to the left, your face to the right. 
Turn your head on the axis and then slide your head backwards to look up towards the right hand as you reach to the right with your left hand. This is a lot of elements to put together, so don't worry, I'll say it a bunch of times. Your right hip joint goes backwards as you reach to the right with your left hand. Your head rolls around its axis, turns around its axis, slides backwards to look towards your right hand as you're reaching to the right. Your right foot lifts, your right knee goes in some direction. And there's some sort of place that's neither here nor there, neither lying on your side nor on your back that we're going to get to and stay in balance. But put the pieces together slowly. Take your right hip backwards, reach to the right with your left hand. Turn your head around its axis, slide your head back to look up to your right hand. Your right foot's in the air, your right knee's gone in some direction that makes sense. And once you're there, you can sort of stay three-quarters, two-thirds on your side, somewhere half on your side, half on your back. And in this place, can you lift your left foot from the floor and put it down again? Leave your right foot in the air. Leave your right foot in the air. Just lift and drop your left foot. Can you find your left foot? Lift and drop your left foot. Plunk it down on the floor. No, foot stays standing, knee bent, but you just lift it from the floor and plunk it down again. Your left foot. Your right foot stays in the air. I might have to start from beginning again. <laughs> Shall we start from beginning again? <laughs> yep, we'll start from the beginning again. No problem. You're not the only one. Okay, so lie on your back with both feet standing, yeah. Your right arm's a little overhead, yeah. And you take your right hip joint back into the floor, floor reach to the right with your left hand. Right, and as you do that, you... Twist your head around the axis and look up towards that hand. Head a little bit backwards. Now you're somewhere. You're going to sort of stay there. You're halfway in between, neither here nor there. Now, staying, keeping everything else the same. Stay there. Yep. Stay there. Lift your left foot from the floor and put it down again. Put the left foot where? Lift it from the floor and put it down again. So it doesn't straighten or bend. Just lift it and put it down. Plunk. Find the floor. Find the floor. Lift your foot and put it down again. Plunk it down again. So you're lying somewhere probably on some angle of your back that you didn't quite know existed. And you lift your left foot and plunk it down again. Find the floor. Don't have to lift it far. Just a little lift and put it down again. Great. And then come back, both feet on the floor and your head looking towards the ceiling, lying on your back, feet still standing, right arm still a little up, a little up at an angle. And now do this same movement, take your right hip joint backwards, lift your, take your left arm to the right, reach to the right, turn your head around its axis and slide it backwards and see if your left foot's a little more secure to support the movement of your head, to help your head Turn around your axis and slide backwards. Turn around its axis and slide backwards. See if your left foot's a little more intelligent as your point of support here. Let's try that a few times. Do the movement. Are you lifting your right? Yep. Taking your right hip backwards, lifting your right foot. Okay. Reaching to the right. Yep. Yeah. And then you that? Nope. Now you're just leaving your left foot there and you're feeling... Possibly, how much more clearly your left foot may be supporting your head doing this whole thing. So go back to the beginning and try it from the beginning again. Go back from the beginning if you got confused. Take your right hip joint backwards, lift, lengthen your left arm to the right. Head, you turn around its axis, slide it backwards to look up towards your right hand. Great. Okay. And leave that. Come onto your back and rest.
We have a whole second side to try to figure that out on. Everybody's got these stories about when they were traveling with him. Not everybody, I don't know. People tell these stories. Traveling with him when he was teaching, you know, and they'd be in some motel somewhere, hotel, Moshe in the next room. They wouldn't want to disturb him because there'd be all these strange sounds coming from the bed, you know. So he never knew which groupie he was in bed with. Anyway, but the punchline of the story is always that he was just under the blankets, like trying out some new combination of movements all by himself. Yeah, it goes on for years, I remember. Distinctly, about three months into the training program, which is eight months long, I thought, okay, we must have already done every possible combination. What could there be, like left, right, up, down, bend this, bend that? What could we not have done? But I still find things ten years later that I haven't done yet. So, Okay, bend your knees, stand your feet. Rest your right arm across your chest at the height of your left arm the height of your left shoulder. Take your left hip back into the floor. Take your left hip backwards into the floor so that your left foot begins to break contact and you reach to the left with your right hand at the same time. And develop that slowly. So you're not rolling onto your side quite. It's a little bit stranger position than that. Your knee goes in some direction. Feel what direction your knee goes in. Your right foot stays on the floor for now. So you reach left, take your left hip joint back into the floor, reach to the left with your right hand, really the back of your hip joints going into the floor. And your knee sort of goes somewhere, but the outside of your left thigh is not going to rest on the floor. And change the position of your left arm if it's not already there so that your left arm's a little bit up, a little bit overhead, a little bit above, above 90 degrees at a higher angle. And continue to take your left hip joint back into the floor. Reach across with your right hand to the left. Turn your head around that axis. Take the back of your head to the right. Turn your head around its axis and then slide it to look back, to look up to your left hand. And then let everything reverse and come back to the floor in some reverse coordinated fashion. I won't try to say what order to do that in. You'll feel it. Left hip joint back into the floor. For now, your right foot stays. What direction does your left knee go in? And then come over here and stay somewhere on your side, neither here nor there. Your head rotated and tilted back. Your left hip joint backwards into the floor, left foot lifted, and then lift and drop your right foot. Stay there and lift and drop your right foot a few times. Lift and drop your right foot. Your right knee stays bent. Right foot standing, just lift it up and drop it down again. And then after you've done that a few times, come back to where you started. 
and see what that whole movement's like again. Take your left hip joint back into the floor, reach to the left with your right hand. Your left foot breaks contact with the floor, your head turns around itself, slides backwards to look up towards your left hand. See if you get a little bit clearer support from your right foot now for this movement of your head in and out of this position. Sliding back, turning. Okay, great. And leave that, stretch out and rest. And then come and lie on your right side. Knees bent at a comfortable height. Right arm out in front of you. Slide your head back. Take your shoulder back. Slide backwards so you take your weight off your right shoulder, hanging your left arm. And slide when you've come back off of your right shoulder. Slide your right arm up with your face looking towards it. So your face is looking towards your right arm. A little lift in your upper back there. Lengthen your right, your left leg out in front or down some angle. Lengthen your right leg down. And begin to lengthen and shorten your left leg. And notice as you're doing this now, you can pay attention to your top hip joint, your left hip joint going forwards and backwards. And you can also pay attention to how you're rolling over your bottom hip joint, your right hip joint. So at some point you're right on the side, you're feeling the trochanter, maybe you're feeling bone on the floor, but you roll forwards off your right hip joint, you roll backwards off your right hip joint. And when you come forwards, not towards your stomach, but just a little bit forwards and in the right direction, is there some point where your heel could turn really easily, where like your whole lower leg starts to become free. It can just flop and roll around its axis, roll forwards. And as you roll backwards, how do you roll that bottom leg? How does that bottom leg get rolled? At some points, it's not very free because your weight's right on the joint. At some points, your weight's behind the joint or in front of the joint, especially when you're in front of the joint. And then that bottom leg could just kind of roll if your toes weren't in the way. Let your toes lengthen. And the heel could just flop forwards, backwards. That whole bottom leg could roll around itself at a certain place. So really pay attention to that bottom hip joint, your right hip joint, as you're rolling over it, on it, off it. And then at some point, it seems like just the right moment when you've rolled forwards and there's some freedom in that hip joint, could you tighten your right buttock muscle and lift your head to look up? Lift your head away from your bottom shoulder to look towards over your bottom shoulder. I will. I'll say that as many times as you like. <laughs> I must say, when somebody else taught me this lesson, I didn't get it until I'd listened to the take three times, so... Yeah, so as you slide it forwards, you find some spot where you start to get that freedom in the bottom leg. And somewhere there, can you tighten your right buttock and lift your head and look towards your shoulder, towards the wall, towards over your shoulder. And something about your right buttock and all the way up your spine helps you lift your head. Lift your head to look not towards me, but away from me, to look over your bottom shoulder and, no, the other way, over your bottom shoulder, like lift your head like, yeah, you're going to look up towards the wall over your head and behind you, yeah, 
Just maybe an unusual place to take your head. It was not an unusual place to take your head when you were 18 months old or 12 months old or something, but great. Okay, leave that, come onto your back, take a rest. And then come on to your left side. And start with your knees bent comfortably, your left arm out in front of you, right arm hanging, draped. And come backwards off of your left shoulder, slide your head backwards. So your face is still looking forwards. And when you get to that place, slide your left Shoulders become a bit free. You can slide your left arm up and look up towards that hand. Put a little lift in your back. And straighten your right leg out in front, down some angle that makes sense, and straighten your bottom leg straight down. Your left leg straight down, and now lengthen and shorten. Your top leg, lengthen and shorten your right leg. And here again, you can feel this as rolling your top hip joint forwards and backwards. You can feel your right hip joint rolling forwards and backwards. You can feel how you're pushing it forwards, pulling it backwards. And instead, you can pay more attention to that bottom hip joint, your left hip joint that you're rolling over. And feel that and how you're rolling over your left hip joint. Your whole pelvis connected to your spine, rolling over your left hip joint. And how your weight is on that hip joint, and then it comes forward and off it, goes backwards and off it. And what does that mean? Your weight being on your left hip joint, being off your left hip joint. How does that let that bottom leg turn? Pins that bottom leg down, it lets it turn when the weight comes off. Even if you just roll your heel in and out, different spots on that trajectory, roll your heel and feel where your leg is free, where your leg just gets turned over almost of its own volition when you come in a certain direction. And then the magic spot, the magic angle, where's the place where you tighten now your left buttock Just that one side, tighten your left buttock and your head can lift and you look over your left shoulder. Still kind of on your side, not on your stomach. Kind of on your side, kind of on a different part of your side. Come onto your backs, take a rest. So as a Feldenkrais teacher, I'm not supposed to say you look great, you look beautiful doing the movement, because of course you just are supposed to orient to your own inner sense of what is, you know, what is the correct use of yourself in gravity. You and only you can feel that. So I'll just risk once interfering with your learning by saying that looks great. (laughs) And now you can just test yourself. Well, am I going to try to make myself look great for the teacher or am I not? No, I'm not. I can still orient myself to my inner sense of the whole of the movement. Rules are made to be broken. Okay, bend your knees and stand your feet. And just roll your pelvis left and right. Press one side of your pelvis into the ground, the other side. Your knees can stay more or less to the ceiling and just feel what that feels like. Does that feel maybe a little looser, a little easier, clearer in the hips than it usually does if this is something you usually do? I don't know. See what that feels like. 
Lift one side and press the other side into the ground. Go back and forth. And then when you're ready, you can, at your own pace, roll to your side. Come up to sit. Come up to stand. And take these new hips and this new neck and these new shoulders and all that. Take this for a walk. <laughs>